Welcome to Banking on KC. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. This episode marks our 100th episode of Banking on KC, and today we're very fortunate to have Mary O'Connor, the Executive Vice President of Creative Brand Management, and Joe Close, the President of Country Club Bank, join us with some reflections on the past, insights into the present, and aspirations for Kansas City's future. Welcome, Mary and Joe. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Good to be with you today. Yes, so good to have you both here. And just first of all, before we talk about anything else, congratulations on this 100th episode. I don't know if you realize what an achievement that is. For example, just several months ago, I think it was back in April, I read a report on the state of podcasting, and it said that of the 2 million podcasts that are supposedly out there, and, and I'm not just talking about episodes, I'm talking about actual podcasts like Banking on KC, that about... 44% have three or fewer episodes that they've produced, so they produce a few and then they're abandoned, but, you know, Country Club Bank has stayed committed, and now we have 100 with this episode today. So, again, congratulations and a huge thank you, too, to all of our listeners who tune in every week. Well, thanks, Kelly, and we are really excited, and and we are committed to Kansas City, but it's hard to believe we've hit 100 already. That said, I'll just say there's thousands of stories out there. And that's what's really exciting to us in this podcast, to be able to feature so many different people who are all lighting up Kansas City with the things that they do. You know, Kelly, it's so gratifying that I see someone out at church or at a social gathering and they'll talk about a specific episode. Uh, It's really just a gift to Kansas City. And in my inbox this morning, I looked and there was an episode with Minnie Corcoran. And I was just, it's just a wonderful story that she has to share coming out of tragedy. It's what she's learned from that and what she's given back to the community. And it's it's really wonderful to share those with our associates as well as the, the greater Kansas City at large. Yes. And I get emails too from, from people who are guests who say that they have had lots of people reach out to them. So it's a very important thing that you're doing here with the podcast. And Mary, I know that when you embarked on this journey a few years ago, you had a very specific goal in mind and that focus hasn't changed. Tell us about that vision and why it's been so important to you. Well, Country Club Bank is a hometown local bank. We're specific to Kansas City. And so these are really the people that we know that we have the privilege of meeting as we go along our way through Kansas City. And there are so many great stories. And for us to have the opportunity, just telling the stories of what people are doing that are either change makers or inspirational in various different ways, take a moment to encourage others really was uh, half the fun. You know, we are living in times that are pretty divisive right now. But I think that this is a city full of people who really do want to work together, want to support each other. And so for us to be able to give platform to them, to give voice to the voiceless, even for those whose stories may be well known, to encourage others in hearing those stories and thinking really what a great city it is that we live in. 
it's just a really a privilege for us. When people tell me, we hear your podcast, I love your podcast, I always laugh and say, well, because we don't talk about ourselves, we really have the privilege of talking about so many other people whose stories are so great in Kansas City. Yeah, I think that's why it's so popular and so well-received. Part of the fun, Kelly, is is when we're talking internally about prospective guests and we get energized and, and you can just feel the energy that we share with one another. Hey, I think this person would be great. Hey, how about this one? And, and based upon what we heard in one podcast, that makes us think of, of a linkage to some other organization or some other business in Kansas City. And, and that's really been one of the joys of, of this entire process to me. I agree with Joe. There's so much opportunity here. There's so many rich stories to be told still. It's just fun to think how many more that we get to put a spotlight on as we go. Over the last two years, we've really been very fortunate to interview a diverse group of guests. That, that's what I like the most about it. You know, they range from nonprofit leaders to entrepreneurs and innovators, civic and political leaders. We've had uh, the mayor on, uh, economic development professionals, and the list you know, just goes on and on, and truly representing a cross-section of the Kansas City region. Now, I know you both listen to each episode, so when you think about the messages that our guests have delivered. Have you heard any commonalities in that messaging? And what are they and and what insights do you think they reveal about Kansas City? Well, this is a diverse city and you see people coming from all different aspects of it. But the common thread, I think, in the podcast are these are not people who are unfamiliar with adversity. You know, pretty much everybody on the podcast at some point speaks about the challenges that they've had. But what they have in common is their ability to face those challenges and think, how am I going to get around this? Or how am I going to reach out to somebody? What what partnership can I find? Where do I go to just get over the hurdle? They are not people who think there is no way to get around this. They're just always figuring out what is the next best step. I have a little sign on my above my monitor that says, never let a single defeat be a final defeat. And I think sometimes we just have to remember that. And that is certainly a common thread. Joe, I know you do the closing for every episode. So you've become very familiar with some of the guests and their messages and, and some of the things that they have accomplished and their challenges. And so, you know, what's your take on that? Well, I know some of the the guests. I know them well, and I always find out new things about them or their projects when we record them. I think that every single one of our guests is approachable. It feels like you're sitting down with a cup of tea and just having a conversation with them. But really, when I was reflecting on it, they really demonstrate leadership, and they demonstrate leadership in business or philanthropy, the arts. As Mary said, they have typically overcome great obstacles to achieve. And they're just normal people, everyday people that that were faced with some circumstances that they wanted to to overcome, that they had to overcome. We talk about a dearth of of leadership and our divisive political backdrop. These people are all normal. They're real. They're authentic. They're people that I want to hang out with, frankly, uh, and they're inspirational. They inspire me to be better. They inspire me to do more. And I think, gee, if not now, when? If not me, who? So they they make me want to get up and get busy. You really hit on something there, Joe. I, I have noticed the same thing. These are people who, when they see something or when they're not 
happy with the way things are going. They don't sit back and think, oh, somebody else will take care of that, or, you know, I need to get permission, or whatever it might be, whatever excuse that many people might use to say, uh, that's not my responsibility. These people jump in feet first and just go at it with their all and their passion and get things done. Absolutely, Kelly. And there's a positivity in that. These are unusual times and there is a lot of what feels like division being played up. And these are people who lead with positivity and pull people up and pull people together. And in that ability to come together as a city, I think the podcast really represents what Kansas City really is. Whatever else you may hear and see in the media and the world around us, This is authentically what we are. This is a city of people who really are, in all different walks of life, committed to each other, committed to the city as a whole, committed to doing better, and want to come together in that. And so I hope it gives us a weekly boost on, oh, that's right, we are all one. You know, that's why I've always loved e pluribus unum, out of many, one. And that would be my hope, that this is a regular voice saying, all of these things are possible. All of these different stories walk as one. And they all walk in Kansas City. And we are all sister and brethren to each other. It's been a message that's come through with each of our guests during the pandemic, what they have done, not only to adapt themselves, you know, their own businesses or their own organizations, but how they have reached out to others and and brought different groups together, or they, they see somebody who the pandemic has really marginalized them even more, and they've reached out, and then they share with our listeners, you know, how they can help as well. I like that part, too, where, where there's always an option for our listeners to get involved, too. Agreed. It gives us an opportunity when you think, what can I do? Like, what can one person do? Well, with every single podcast, I have a member like, oh, I could do that. Or it inspires you to like, how can I elevate this particular person or the effort that they're making? So Kelly, I I think about it as a a Venn diagram. I I was fascinated with Venn diagrams when I was a kid in grade school and and the overlapping circles. And I just think if we could draw all these uh, these guests up on a map in Kansas City, the, the overlap that they would have. We don't have to go through Kevin Bacon for the six degrees of separation. There are very few degrees, if any, of separation with any of our guests. And I think that's what's so neat. I can get in a car and I can drive down Prospect Avenue and I, I can hear and and feel and see what's going on on that avenue, the rebirth along that corridor, or KCK or, or Westport. We've talked about that or the riverfront. There's so many exciting things that I'm not separated from at all. And so when I think about it that way, and I think about the boundaries that sometimes occur in our minds, Mm -hmm. these podcasts help us eliminate those boundaries. And those then circles all seem to meld in together to make Kansas City. It's a great example, Joe. Uh, I'm going to shift gears here a little bit and ask each of you the same question that I ask most of our guests. And that is, where is the opportunity in Kansas City today? Well, one place there's opportunity is just the ability to use Kansas City as a beacon of this is what other cities can be too. You know, Midwesterners, we're a pretty friendly crowd and pretty willing to stop and help somebody else and be interested in someone else. We pull over the side of the road. I can remember my dad as kids, he'd see somebody standing in a rainstorm and he'd ask if they needed a ride. 
whether that's a good thing to do or not. It's just the way we were sort of brought up that you see others in need and you do what you can. And that place that we come from, I think as a city as a whole, you've got people who really want to work together and are entrepreneurial. It's a very, very diverse city in every way. I mean, we're spread wide and economically as well and the different kinds of businesses we have here. And so if we truly can be an example, uh, this is what happens when you come together with positivity and know each other, know each other's stories and find the common good. That sounds maybe Pollyanna, but I really truly believe it is something that we can light the way and especially in a time where we need more positivity. You know, I heard... I'll use Dina Newman by example of what she was doing at Center for Urban Neighborhoods. I didn't know her. And I just called her and said, I want to know you. I want to know more about your story and what you're doing. And we went to breakfast. She was nice and put up with my request. And two and a half hours later, I was saying, you're my new old friend. And I think that's what we can help others see that this really is a community that you don't have to wait for somebody to meet you in different ways. We can reach out to each other. That's so true, Mary. I, I know working in the entrepreneurial community for so many years, you could call on people and for the most part, they would take your call. And I'm talking about even legacy people like Henry Block and Barnett Helsberg and others like that would take my call or agree to meet with me. And I think that that is... Um, I, I don't want to say it's unique to Kansas City, but I think it's something that's pretty special to Kansas City. Right. I mean, you know, Lamar Hunt was so kind to be on the podcast and was telling us what he was doing with his project on the ice hockey and the Mavericks and Mayor Lucas, the same thing. You know, it's these are people who certainly could tell us no, but very generously say, yes, let me tell you what's going on and how we can make it better here. And Mary and Kelly, one of the things that resonates with me is the concept of stewardship. And Lamar Hunt brought that up. We're all just stewards of an organization or our city uh, or a district, whatever it may be, or a company. And so we want to be the best stewards we can. And we think about passing it on. We want to improve it and pass it along and put it in, in safe hands moving forward. And I just think about looking back in history, whether that be the Black Archives, and really understanding how we got here or things going on with the Negro Leagues and going down to that museum and really understanding the, the context of, of that game and how it was played and that and that society, how we can improve in the future. Let's not replay and make mistakes of the past. And I'm enthused about it. You say, where does opportunity lie in Kansas City? My answer is everywhere, uh, because there's somebody that's uh, disruptive technologies are uh, abundant these days. But disruptive thinking is everywhere as well. Think different. Think differently. It's happening everywhere. And it's just so exciting to see people that think differently, that think differently from me, but just differently from conventional wisdom. And I think that's going to bring us into the future. And I think the future is very bright for Kansas City. Given everything that you've mentioned in the last few minutes, all of those advantages that we have going into the future, what do you think that future is going to look like 5, 10, 20 years down the road? Well, I think the more we get to know each other, the stronger of an environment we'll have. And so when you look at 5, 10, 20 years, the more we know each other, 
the more, that's why I like the name of this podcast, Banking on Kansas City. We are banking on Kansas City. And the more we come to know each other and really understand each other's stories and enjoy each other, then that translates in the culture of the city, in the economy of the city, as we can pull each other up. So I truly do believe Kansas is completely set to have incredible growth in the future. And and we're just happy to stand on the sideline, cheer it on and help where we can. So when when I think about the future, Kelly, I I think about my children uh, who are in college. I think about some of the, the, the people who are my children's age uh, or could be my children that, that I work with. And I'm reminded about five years ago, I was driving down the road and with a, with a, a young colleague and, and he was scrolling on his phone. And I thought he was on Facebook or just doing something social media. Um, he was looking up some information that was germane to what our conversation was right there on the fly. He got the answer. And then, and then that prompted another question. And then he found that answer and we could research that. So I think when I when I look at technology, how we can use that as a tool to improve and accelerate our learning. One thing that I do think is extremely important, however, and that is people, let's say in my generation um, of 50 to 60 year olds, it's really important for us to connect face to face with some of the people that are millennials and Gen Z. It's very important for all of us up and down generational lines to connect and share stories because we don't want to make the, the mistakes of the past. And, and they, as they say, you know, history doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes. I think that we can mix that together um, with the youth and all the power at their fingertips as far as technology goes. And the sky is truly the limit for Kansas City. I think COVID really was as enforced an evolutionary change in the way we do business, where we live, where we work, where we play, what we want, um, and and just how we conduct our lives. And I I think we we have to seize on that opportunity. And I think that some of the the, um, demonstrations that took place, I think that's very important for us to to reckon with some of those things that that occurred in our past right here in Kansas City and get get them out on the open and discuss them. conversations, you know, dignified conversations, civil conversations, civil discourse. One of my favorite uh, events that I've ever attended was was Sly James and Joe Reardon talking at Rockhurst University. The two, the mayors respectively at that time of KCK and KC Moe having a civil discourse about our future together. There wasn't competition between those two municipalities. There was a cooperative effort, and it was it was just wonderful to be a part of that. And I just I just see bridges being built all over this community, and hopefully this podcast will help inform people about where what bridge they need to cross to meet their neighbor. If you could leave our listeners with just one message today, what would it be? I would say out of many, one. I just encourage people to come together as we are, the city that we are, and to set aside all of the opportunities for division and know each other's stories. And if you look back across the hundred stories that we've done so far, there is such a beauty in each one of them. And to look at all the different people that we have the opportunity to be with. But the one thing I would encourage is to know each other, to come together and uh, listen to each other and, and the stories that we each uniquely have. Kelly, I'd say that the one thing I, I, I think is the, is the takeaway in my mind is get to know your city, get to know your hometown, whether you grew up here like Mary did 
or whether you moved here in the middle of your life like I did, this is our hometown. There are so many corners of it that we have not explored, so many corners to explore, whether that be the Nelson, whether it be the Black Archives, the, the riverfront, riding. Some people haven't even ridden the streetcar, which I can't imagine. So get to know your hometown. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Get in your car, take a drive, take a walk, and uh, explore. Just get out and explore Kansas City. Mary, Joe, thank you so much for all that Country Club Bank does to build community, to bring people together, and to see that bigger picture. We're so fortunate to have you as part of our community. And congratulations again on the 100-episode milestone of Banking on KC. Thanks, Kelly, and we really appreciate you doing this. 